Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Thank you. I'm grateful. Hi, I'm Dana, recovering compulsive eater. Good morning, Dana. Hi, Dana. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, my people. Hi, I'm Sarah. Very, hi. I'm very grateful to be able to share today, especially because my sister just died a few days ago. And um, my prompt for the sharing is slow, gentle, present. That's something that came to me in my step work some months ago. And that's like my daily mantra to go slowly to be gentle with myself and others, and to stay present. And I'm especially happy to share this relapse prevention meeting because, as you know, um, I've been in Howe away for just a year now and have uh, released 114 pounds. So I've had quite a dramatic uh, recovery from this most recent relapse, which was almost two years. And I've been in OA uh, 39 years. Uh, I came in at 30 after I quit smoking and promptly joined or gained 70 pounds. I'd never had a problem with weight or eating before that. And I really have been a serial relapser in OA. Um, It took me 16 years to be willing to give up sugar and then it took me 38 years to be willing to surrender to a weight and measured food plan. And the thing that uh, I focus on a lot now in my how OA recovery is uh, prevention of relapse because I, I don't want to go back to the food. I, I was up to 331 pounds, miserable out of my mind. I've recently, with the help of my sponsor, realized how angry I was. And of course I was angry. Um, And so I wanna share some of the things I've learned about relapse and some of the things I do now, because I don't wanna go back there. And I know it's just one bite away. It just just waits for me. Um, When I was doing the how OA steps, they have their own set of steps. Uh, In the first 30 days, you work the first three steps from the AA Big Book and the AA 12 by 12. And I read in there several times that the the level at which we we take step three is how our progress will go. And and my progress had not been good. I had a couple times of two and a half years of abstinence, several times of a year abstinence, but nothing more than that. And every time I would relapse, my weight coming, you know, when I would get abstinent again, and most of that time I, I stayed in program. Except for the early years, I would come, I'd get absent, I would lose, I would leave. Then I'd gain it back even more, blah, blah. And once I left for five years after my dad died, and I got up to 315, then that was highest previously in 2005 when I came back and uh, vowed that I just would keep coming back no matter what. And that has worked well for me. And uh, so I really focused on step three because I could see that I had not really surrendered my will. And uh, if I could, uh, if I could do this, I wouldn't need to be here. You know, if I could control my food, if I could uh, 
find a way to lose weight and keep it off, I would need to be here. The whole reason I need to be here is because I'm powerless. I can't control my eating and I can't control my weight. And um, it took me a long time to realize that. And I was uh, fat enough and miserable enough a year ago that when I heard about a weighed and measured food plan in a, in a book review I saw in the Chronicle, I asked around and a, and a woman had been coming to our meetings for a few months who had joined Havelway and and uh, she would share about it now and then. So I called and she very graciously told me information about it, sent me the links to the San Mateo uh, How meetings in mid-peninsula, oamidpeninsula.com and uh, didn't push me. Uh, and I went and got a sponsor and have been working the program ever since. And it's just changed my life. So I knew I had to really focus on what that means, turning my life and my will over. And I, I didn't know what that meant. And and I keep learning what it means. And one of the things that I've learned is I just get a daily reprieve from the compulsion and the obsession. And it's not me that does it, but it it won't happen if I'm not doing my daily action steps. So that's one of my keys in preventing relapse is to know I only get a daily reprieve. It's like water. I can't drink enough water today to last me through a Friday or even through uh, tomorrow. I I will have to drink more water tomorrow. And uh, it's grace. I I don't understand it. I often call it the great mystery. Gami, G-O-M-I is the name for my uh, higher power and um, so she needs me to do my daily action steps it's a partnership it can't happen without her without grace but it also can't happen without me doing my daily action steps and those are working my steps I work a step a day I, I call I talk to my sponsor every weekday I give her the answers I come to this meeting every day I attend four OA meetings a week. I have a sponsor I talk to every day. I I say prayers. I wrote a third step prayer that I'll read to you. Tommy, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. That, of course, is the AA and the OA third step prayer, and I've added to it. Thank you for my daily reprieve from compulsive eating, shopping, debting, and codependency, and the lifting of the obsessions with food, money, and relationships. Please give me ability, willingness, and desire to do my action steps today to invite another daily reprieve. Thy will not mind be done. Slow, gentle, present. I say that prayer every morning before I start eating my breakfast. I try to read the three meditation books, Voices of Recovery and For Today, the OA books, and Courage to Change, the Al-Anon book. Uh, three outreach calls a day were required in OA when I first came in. 1982 and they are required in the how program but that's not one of the things that's held very tightly to following but i uh do it in the special times of stress and once i knew last week my sister was going into hospice i knew i needed to make three outreach calls a day 
And I don't just text, though I do that. Um, I call people and I leave a message if I don't get them because then you have calls coming in. And that's really helpful to me. Um, yesterday, uh, I started the day, I was feeling pretty good. And then I, I felt sad during the day. And then in the afternoon, I saw something on TV that looked really good. I wanted some of those. And thank heavens I don't have stuff in the house to make that. But I immediately got on my phone and texted a person that, you know, I, I wanted this thing. And uh, she called me. She called me. It was a gift. And um, I know I can't uh, be alone with food thoughts. I heard a speaker recently say, I don't romance food thoughts. And I like that. You know, I don't, I can't be alone with those thoughts. I, I have to reach out immediately. And texting someone helps. And then something else was happening. I, I felt sad I don't know you know when you're in acute grief your emotions are very fluid and I reached out to another friend and said something and then she called me you know text me I mean she called I text her and she called and and that's invaluable so um what I learned in my relapse uh history was um that the the first bite does not come uh, in a vacuum. I can look back in all my relapses and see how I had ever so slowly quit working my program well. I had not gone to as many meetings. I didn't have a sponsor. I wasn't making outreach calls. I wasn't le reading literature every day. I wasn't working the steps. And as my action steps, I call them, you know, as my tools uh, would fall away, then I became more and more vulnerable. And the big book says, the moment of weakness will present itself. You know, uh, like uh, Bill W. in the in the walk into the bar that night. Instead, he went to the display where they listed churches and called somebody because he knew he needed to reach out to another alcoholic. And that saved him. Um, and that's another thing. I try to write down names and numbers of any of our newcomers or people returning, and I try to make calls to them. I try to be caller for our meeting at least uh, once a week. Um, and uh, so um, I guess some other things that are happening now. Uh, my sister was one of my qualifiers, and she did a lot of really mean, wrong stuff to me. And because I'm working the eighth and ninth step now, and some of the uh, prompts my sponsor gives me to write about really helped me get in touch with um, my resentments. Thank you. Thank you. And um, understand uh, how alike we are in our, in our shortcomings and in our strengths and have compassion for her. Recently, I was just really bugged by somebody and just really triggered. I know I'm really triggered by her, and I know it's because she's a lot like I am. And so my sponsor had me write on my resentments, so I wrote on them. And then she had me write on what are the positive sides of those things for me, you know, because as I was reading them to her, I could see that really describes me a lot. And so the next day, uh, I wrote about how those are, how those are, are like, you know, what's the positive side of those resentments? And of course, what I've really learned is I needed all my shortcomings to survive a childhood where 
there was too much going on. And the other thing recently I've thought about is it wasn't just these things that happened, though lots of things happened, but to be human is to have lots of things happen. It's what I made of them. And like that wonderful uh, reading today from Voices of Recovery with the, the man in his two-bit resentment, I have resented my sister all these years for leaving me when she was a senior in high school and had a chance to get out because she wanted out of there too, of course. And it wasn't what she did, which of course she was just doing the best she could to take care of herself. It was a wise decision to get out of there. I got out as soon as I could too. But it's what I've made it, it's what I've done with it. It's how I've held on to it and made a best friend of that resentment. And it hasn't served me well and it didn't serve our relationship well. So um, it's helpful to me to realize that in forgiving her, it doesn't make the things she did that were wrong acceptable. They're not acceptable. But forgiving her is something I do for myself. And because of program, we've had a peaceful connection in recent years, and I'm so grateful for that. And because of the last year with the tremendous changes in me, I have a lot better relationship with my younger sister. There were three of us girls. My older sister is three years older and my younger sister is five years younger. And it's been lovely for the two of us. She's back in Wyoming and my older sister was in Rapid City with her whole clan. Uh, we've, we've been able to connect my younger sister and I through this and um, that's all because of this program. And I feel confident now that I can hold on to my abstinence because I know I just get a daily reprieve. And I, I was grateful that Joe asked me to come here. And this was, of course, before we even knew my sister would go into hospice or, or die very quickly. Because it helps me remind myself that um, this is a high-risk time for me and I need to up my game, you know, up my program. So I'm very grateful to be here, uh, grateful you're all here. And if we just keep coming back, I, I wouldn't have been at the point where I was ready to do the healing and transforming I have in the last year if I hadn't been doing all the work all these decades in a way already. And I really believe that, that I needed that weight to protect me. And I don't anymore. And I'm grateful for that. I don't really know why I don't now. Maybe it's because I'm retired. I don't want to think people have to retire get this level of recovery, but I did, I think, anyway. So I'm glad to be here. Thank you very much. That's it.